like seven podcasts. We have many things in store for you today. Now, I very good I recently bought a present for my sister, or for me really. Um, for some Blake oh, Seven. For everybody. It's a present for everybody. <laughs> it is, because we're going to share it with our present for our viewers as well. Um, I bought a couple of boxes of Blake Seven trading cards. Now, those of you who are familiar with uh, The Greatest Generation, they have a segment where they open trading cards. So I figured we could do the same thing. Um, and it's super exciting. It is super exciting. Well, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do one person gets the Series 2 box and one person gets the Series 1 box? No, I reckon we've got to go in order. We've got to Series 1 first. Okay, so we've got the box of Series 1 and the box of Series 2. So we're going to have to pull out a random pack from Series 1. I've got to open the whole pack. It's pack number Ooh. 0206. So 206. I don't know how many packs they made or anything like that. I suppose it's impossible to find that out. We could probably look for it, yeah. <laughs> I know there were a few more for sale. Oh. Um, Super exciting! Uh, and of course, there's no secret that what I'm hoping for here is a uh, a natural blessed. We want some Brian blessed cards, yes, please. We want some Brian blessed. Um, a natural blessed would be amazing. Okay. Oh my goodness, the package. One for you and one for me. Okay. Let's open them up. Can I rip in? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at these for I've been looking at these for weeks, going, I want to open, I want to open, I want to open, but I have to wait for oh. Megan. What'd you get? What'd you get? First one first. Oh, you got an Avon. I got an Avon and a silver shirt. And it's... <laughs> Avon Ponders? Underneath it says Avon Ponders. Awesome. Like, he's not even pondering. And why is Gan in the bottom left-hand corner? I don't know, but it looks like he's ready for action. Anyway, it's super cool. I'm very happy. Uh, it's from the episode called Horizon. Uh-huh. And which we'll get to at some point. That's a good um, one. I like that one. Alone on the Liberator, Avon realizes he can survive without the others and is tempted to abandon them. <laughs> um, Which is that's every episode, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's a lot <laughs> pretty of episodes. much. Well, like my, Alan Pryor. What's your first one? My first one is Tarvin and Jenna. Oh, I don't remember this one. It was it's from Bounty. Oh, that's right. It's one of those ones that this I never is, watched. This is one of those episodes that is half good and half shit. Oh yeah, so the A story half one's okay. The A, the well, it's sort of equal A and B stories. The A story is down on the planet with ex-president Sarkov, <laughs> and it's it's such a bad story. It's so it's bad. And the other half of the story is the Liberator getting... Oh, that's why I remember it now. Whole, and it's quite, you know, they're all dressed up in sort of headgear and stuff. It's pretty accidentally racist. <laughs> but um, but the actual B story, in inverted commas, is, is quite good. So it's kind of worth watching it for both things. We've got a dog here that's chewing on some cords. Yeah, he's, chewing, he's just chewing... Oh, Cozzy! Yeah. Come here. Come here. He's Naughty. Crazy dog. You can't do that. Um, so that's yeah. Yeah, that's, bounty. I, me- I know. I remember bounty. That one too. It's got lots to say about that one. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so okay. Avon ponders. So no natural blessed yet. Next one. Avon Kelly and Villa. Pretty nondescript one with a little Kelly on the bottom. But they're actually really good quality, aren't yeah, they? They're nice. They're actually really pleasant to hold and feel. And this one's called from the episode Hostage. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Um, oh, this is the one with the crimos. Crimos! Yeah. <laughs> That's so, a great one. The crimos yeah, are going to be fun. To that one as well. And then we've got um, Blake and Gan from Pressure Point. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a... Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. We won't go, we won't, we won't go there. And then we've got Old Lady Soothsayer from The Keeper. And my last one is a Servalan. It's a Servalan in her fabulous red outfit. Now, but, if, you, if you've been to our Patreon... 
That's the red outfit that she's wearing in that. And she, but um, but none of these are signed. No. (laughs) (laughs) What have I got? I've got the second one. I've got another Serverland one, um, from uh, Project Avalon, where she's wearing a rather fetching white gown. And then I've got a Blake on his own, looking very heroic. And not signed. Not signed. But that's from Deliverance, which is a hilarious episode. Oh my goodness, it's hilarious. Then I've got some pursuit ships. <laughs> ah. That's kind of cute. They are kind of cool. Yeah, from Breakdown. That's the one where Gan has to get his um thing. Oh, I've got a gold one. Hang on. <laughs> oh, it's just a picture of the crew with with Orac. We'll meet Orac later as well. And it's not. It's special because it's got gold stuff on it, but it's not signed. Mm. Mm. Oh, wow. Well, we did okay. I'll have to wait till next week. They are very, very beautiful. They're things, lovely things. I have nice. to get um, I have to get a little a little um, display folder yeah, to put yeah. them all in, and we can take photos of them all so people can see them. I'll put them up on they the website. They are pretty good because they are pretty cool. They're very cool. Thank Ooh. you. Amanda. No, I want to do more. <laughs> we can't. No, no, no. Saving, saving, saving. Save putting them away. Okay, no, so blessed. What are we? What what episode are we doing today? Um, uh, Sigmas Alpha. Sigmas Alpha! This is a great episode. Which is, yeah, a very, very cool episode. Um, so where, where, what's the story so far? Where, where do we leave everybody? Um, we let, it's been about a couple of weeks since we've recorded, isn't it? So it's a bit difficult to remember. But we finished off Spacefall and the crew of, well, of Blake and Jenna and Villa um, are on the new ship that they've discovered, which they haven't named yet. No, I don't think so. Um, and they're about to go... And he said he wants to go to Sigmas Alpha. He said, of course. Yeah, yeah. Cool. They, they said, of course, for Sigmas Alpha. To follow but the prison ship to see if he can... He, because Blake wants to free the rest of the prisoners. That's what they decide to do. And um, But I think at the beginning of the episode, don't we get a little recap from Captain Bureaucrat? Captain Jaded Bureaucrat. Captain, Captain, but Captain Face. Yeah, Captain, but Captain Jaded Bureaucrat. Face. That's right, yeah. It so starts like, off. Yeah, so telling us basically what's happened, the story so far that... Raker, Subcommander Raker died and that these Yay! three um, uh, prisoners escaped on a ship of unknown origin and then there's a little Captain Emmett, Captain Face with um, Erzatz Eric Idle. Um, he sends the report all through and Erzatz Eric Idle's all like, oh, that's not good for my career prospects. And he's like, oh, don't worry, you're young, you can play down your part in it. And that's what that's the last of this. Yeah. Oh, no, we see a bit more of Erzatz Eric Idle down the track. But, yeah. Well, they they let, they... they... They come into orbit around Cygnus Alpha and you get a little shot of the planet. And on the planet there is a rather beautiful woman looking up into the stars. Yes. She is, she is, she is very fetching. She's yeah, got beautiful long brown hair, but she's wearing a sort of um, religious cowley robe thing. And um, yeah. uh, she's with another burly looking dude who says um, that there's new, there's new prisoners coming from Earth. And she says, no, no, not new prisoners. They're new souls for the faith. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so you get a sort of a little bit of a hint of what's going to happen next. It's all a bit culty. It is a bit culty. The whole thing is. Yeah. Um, um, it's all you know, planet shit hole, really. Basically, they've got. Some oh, we don't. We, we don't get. We don't get much of the planet yet. We just get that little one shot of the woman, and then we go yeah. back to. Um, we go back to the new ship where Blake and Avon and Villa are. Um, Everybody's arrived at Sigma Alpha after an eight-month journey. Yes. But Blake and Jenna and Avon are somehow still... In transit, despite the fact were, that the ship goes way, way faster. Wherever they got left. I don't know, there's got to be something to do with time distort that makes all this yeah, weird. Yeah, but they haven't followed them yet because they haven't... Um, they haven't worked out how to fight a ship to work yet. Out. Yeah, well, they, can do, they can do things on manual, but they haven't gotten to talk to the computer yet. So, yeah. so it's hilarious. They find some guns... 
yeah, which yeah. is great because they're these, these little line. they're weird little things and they they um they try to grab a grab a gun each and and what happens is that I think Jenna gets one first and then she tries to get another one but it's white hot it's hot yeah. because the the ship doesn't want them to have more than one weapon each which is kind of nice it's, it's kind of weird. and it also completely negated later on I'm sure at other points they grab yeah. a whole handful yeah. of guns yeah. and head off. I've seen I've seen like, I've seen them with like yeah, yeah, yeah. handfuls of guns yeah um, but I love too when um. The sort of the, the gun holstery, also it's the armory, yeah. just sort of dematerializes, and you see all these sort of lit little things um, um, emerge or just sort of appear, materialize. And um, Blake says, hmm, guns? It's a bit elaborate for a toothpick. Depends how elaborate their teeth were. <laughs> I didn't know that one. And Blake says, it depends on how elaborate their teeth are. <laughs> yes, this is very That's true. That's quite a good line. It's the sort of start now. You start to get a bit of Avon hitting his stride, thanks yeah. to Chris Virtual. Which is playing a one-liners. Speaking of hitting his stride, he actually gets one of his guns and then points it at Blake. Mm. And um, it's quite hilarious because he points it at Blake, obviously thinking to take over the ship, and Blake just ignores him. You're a free man. That's right. So I am. How does she handle, Jenna? While this is going on, Jenna gets possessed. Oh yeah. She puts her hand out onto one of the panels and, and she gets possessed by yeah. the ship and she's she has a bit of a she can't move her hand away and she gets a bit um has a bit of a freak out. out. And then she goes all peaceful and lovely and after she can pull her hand away, we get a little noise. Uh, one of the parts of the ship lights up. It's a big sort of spheric half spherical thing with lots of little lights, and we get to meet Zen. Welcome, Jenna Stannis. Who is it? Zen. Welcome. Rog Blake. Who is the ship's computer? It is the ship's computer. And the, the ship's computer uh, calls the ship the Liberator. And Jenna says, it got that from me. It was something I was thinking. So there you so go. This, which, another thing that is never brought up again, the fact that the computer of the Liberator can apparently read minds. Yeah, that's kind of would come in handy, you guess, at yeah, various points. It would, a lot. But uh, it's yeah. quite funny because they tell the, they tell the um, computer that they want to go to Sigma Alpha and... and it's standard speed, and Zen goes, all right, off we go off then. Off we go. Yeah, later on. Um, um, so, yeah, we're going to go to Sigma Alpha now, which is, again, uh, pretty funny, because um, as I said, Eric Idle and Captain Captain McFace, McFace um, land the ship and let the prisoners out, and basically then bugger off straight away, despite the yeah. fact that they've been in space for, space for eight, eight months. months. And so you get these, this, these, this shot of, um, the, the shot of the prisoners behind... Um, some bars looking out into the darkness and then you see the prison ship take off and go away again with magnificent effects um, someone's lit a firework smoke on the back of it smoke going up yeah, <laughs> yeah, smoke going upwards yeah. yes um, which is great and and you see uh, a couple of characters that we get to know a little bit better we've got Arco and they just stand there and watch the, the ship leave basically which is good fun too but then we get back to the Liberator again and what are they exploring now? Oh, and they're having a little poke around. Yeah, they find the teleport system. They do, but they don't know that that's what it is. It's not straight away, but um, um, they work it out pretty quick because yeah. apparently both Blake and Avon worked on a project that was trying to do teleportation. Involving the element Aquatar, which could turn living material into pure energy. Um, and Aquatar is the element that's meant to, you know, sort all this well, there's stuff quite a, out. There's quite a cute little exchange between Blake and Avon about that because... Um, where they where they both discovered that they worked on the project, and he's like, "Oh, you know, uh, small, small world, world big, project. big project." And then Jenna goes, "No, I didn't work on it." <laughs> I loved it. So I imagine this. She's like, oh, "I didn't work on it." She is so. Yes, I worked on that project too. Small world, large project. 
I didn't work on it. Oh, good. She I, is really good. Like, she's just sort of like, yeah, you boys, you know, yeah, get in room. Put, put them away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put them back in your pants. Or we don't girl, need them. Girls, girls, you're both pretty. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I prefer Blake personally, but yeah, you know, yeah. that's, what, that's what Jenna says anyway. Not my, yeah, not my type. So funny. Oh, it's great. Um, and, yeah, so then they sort of like, oh, okay, well, we've got to get the... We've got to go... Then, oh, yeah, then Jenna runs off. She's like, oh, everything's gone dead. We've got to sort, sort something out. And uh, everything's gone dead, which means that they've arrived at Cygnus Alpha in what? At a, in a very like, small amount of time. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the eight months it took the other... So who knows what has been happening for that other eight months, or some of that eight months, or four months, or whatever it is. Well, I don't know. I'm wondering if maybe the, the time we're missing, because we are missing time, is the time after they get arrested for the rebellion. Yeah. And then they don't find the Liberator until they're nearly at Cygnus yeah, Alpha. that must is, be what it is. Yeah, and I, I was trying to work that out the other day, because... Um, you know, you've got all that four months of them sitting around not working out how to open a hatch. Mm. <laughs> and then, then the rebellion. And then yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they have an orchestrated plan to have a, have a revolt. Have, have, have someone call up a Jeffrey's tube. Oh, poor thing. Poor whatever his face was. Poor um, red human, shirt. Poor red shirt. Human um, shaving cream corpse. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so they, they find the teleport system. Um, they, they run and confront Zen about getting there too fast. And Zen's like, yeah, well, what did you expect? I'm bloody awesome. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Blake wants to, um, go down to the planet. Um, so he wants to, he's like, he wants to land a ship and, um, and they can't, they don't want to land the ship. They're going to have to rest, risk, risk the teleport system basically. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they, they realize um, that they're landing at such a, the, the ship is out of their yeah. school range at present. And, yeah. and Avon's really mean to Zen. Like, he's really mean yeah, to he's him. he's a bit of a Zen racist, isn't he? He's a, he's a big Zen racist. He's like, it's just a computer, it hasn't got any feelings, and Zen gets quite offended. Yeah, he gets snarky, doesn't he? He does. Um, and, and they don't really explore that later on either. No. There's a lot more um, interaction between Avon and Aurak. Aurak, yeah. Um, but um, Zen's not a big, despite yeah. the fact that Avon's meant to be the computer guy, Zen's not a big... Um, they don't do anything together, which no, is interesting. No, they don't really. But, I mean, he's just sort of a flashing screen. That's the thing. It's more like a narrative device, I think, sort of move things forward. Yeah. Um, and apparently Peter Tudnam, who's the guy who plays the voice for Zen, was the best one of the best paid actors at the BBC because used to show up, do five episodes. Like, D- you know, didn't, didn't he used to get... And get drunk and drink, drink brown beer at the back in the, in the, in the studio. <laughs> I think that's funny with voice actors, though, isn't it? Because there, there was a, that story about Paul Bettany, you know, he was Vision in the latest... Marvel movie. I'm a bit... I went yeah, saw it the other day. It's really good. Um, Marvel, though. No spoilers, though. But uh, you know how he became Vision before that. He was Jarvis. Mm. And there was an interview with him on... I think it was on Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Where he's like... Uh, when he first got the, the part of Vision, he's like, yeah, it's, it's a bun steer for me. I used to just turn up yeah. into a studio for 10 minutes and then go away with a big pile of money. And now yeah, I actually yeah. had to work a full day. And put all that makeup on. Yeah. I am not the Avengers fangirl that my sister is just... Well, it's periodic for me. It's only yeah. when when when, when a movie's movie coming out, out basically. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so Zen Zen gets Peter Tudman Tudman has the easy cushy job. Yeah, yeah, and they're all very jealous. So they get there. And yeah, and then we get to see dancing the sofa. Go out and see what's out there because they can't really just stick around in the holding pen forever. Although although and Villa wants to. to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but Arco and Gan, oh, Gan actually just. He sees the woman in a distance beckoning to them, so he decides she's a bit of all right and decides to follow. Yeah. Um, and he he walks off, and Villa gets upset about that, and then the rest of them will walk off, and we get a great little bit of um, Villa staying behind. So yeah, it's Villa the coward. 
he is renowned as being a coward. It's funny, though, because he comes out with a lot of good ideas and things like that yeah, later he's on. he's cunning as yes. well as a coward, I think, is the thing. Yeah, so Blake, um, they have to try out the teleport. Sorry, I just burped. Yeah, we're bit, drinking yeah. lots of drinking beer as our podcast floor. So. Again, Murray's Angry Man. Yeah. Knockout. It's, not, it's very good. So, okay, so Gan, doesn't Gan trot up to this lady and, and uh, she gives him... We're not quite... Yeah, she, she, she follows this. Blake is testing the t- teleport and he sort of... There's there's a few encounters there. We, what they work out that the teleport works, and he tells the other guys that. So they they've they've got a way to get down to the planet. Um, in the meantime, the rest of the prisoners meet up with the lady, the hot lady, who thinks that Gan is a bit of all right. Yeah, she picks. The him first out. thing he does is tell everyone to kneel. She tells everybody. To yeah, kneel. and the, and Gan being Gan. a sensible lad kneels. Gan kneels. Yep. And when she she sort of looks at him and. Decides he's alright and gives him a big snog. Gives him a big passion on the kiss up. Yes. Which is just sort of weird. I mean, it's just, I think, acceptable in the 80s, you know? It's just one of those things. Oh, I have to actually um, go back and do a big apology, an apology correction. Don't write in, don't at me. But yes, 1978 yes. was the air date of the first episode. And guess which day it aired on? Which day? The same day as Star Wars opened oh, in wow. London. Oh, wow. Interesting. The same day. So I was just doing a bit of like research because I could. and um, So yeah. Riker, Riker, sorry, was in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he, he might have only been in Empire. I'm not sure. I think he's only in Empire Strikes Back. But anyway, so there was sort of this ambivalence about it launching on that day because it was out this very same day. The first episode aired the very same day that people had been queuing up overnight to go and see 40 Star years Wars. ago, by the way, which was not... We weren't aware of the fact that it was the 40-year anniversary this yeah, year. Yeah, Star Wars we started, and... we did three episodes. And yeah, didn't... yeah. Happy anniversary, Black 7. Mm. So, um, yes, yeah, so there's a bit of ambivalence at the BBC. Like, should we air it? Should we not? Um, what's the impact going to be? But I think the where everything landed was that... It was actually an okay thing because it was a bit of a craze around the sci-fi stuff and a lot of the themes are really the same and Evil Empire and all that sort of stuff. But um, it looks to me very much like these sort of things, these two projects happened in parallel um, and that you know neither is really derivative of the other. Mm. Um, well, yeah, they're very different universes. Yeah, the worlds are different. Like some of the themes, the Evil Empire theme is obviously the... Well, yeah, you need an evil empire, don't you? You, you know, know, you know, we've got a few. Yeah, we've got, um, got too many now. Yeah, that's right. So that's what happened with that one, which was um, interesting to say the least. But 1978, not 1973. I, I thought it was a bit closer to mm. me than what than mm. you said. And 73, I'm pretty sure, like, even in that seven years between, well, how many years is it? Five years between 73 and 78, the, the picture qualities get better. Yeah, picture qualities Because I better. remember early 70s TV. And even the effects get better. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's the difference between a 1973 episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. You know, in the same caves as all sci-fi in England is shot, you know, that's just overrun with Cybermen. Yes, um, yeah, Cybermen who are basically guys so, wearing tinfoil. Yeah, guys wearing tinfoil. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a little um, bit better than that, a little bit edgier than that. But, um, hey, not much. Not much. <laughs> Enough. But, yeah, back on Planet Shithole. Oh, back on Planet Shithole. Uh, we get, we get uh, a shot. Our first shot of Brian Blessed. Yay! Now, I, oh, I, I so want a natural Brian. Oh, well, we're going to get a natural Brian, oh. I swear. We'll work it out. <laughs> um, oh, I love this name Actually, so we're much. Gonna corner the, we're going to corner the market on natural Brian. We did look on. Oh, we looked them up. Yeah, that's what we did. Looked them 30, up 32 pounds each. Yeah, so I think I just can't like, secure myself a natural Brian. Mm, I have to it's do Mother's that. Day coming up. Yeah. Buy it for yourself. <laughs> put, it on, put, it on, put it on the invoice. Um, yeah, so we get this first shot of Brian Blessed. And Hot and, Lady, yeah. And Hot Lady. And Hot Lady um, is informing him that the um, prisoners have arrived. 
And he oh goes into the religious litany type thing, which is just fabulous. Only from his life. His blessings are upon you. Speak, and he will hear you. I am thy true servant. But he's just he's just got this voice and this presence and. I, I mean, I'm going to wax the record about Brian Blessed for the oh, rest of my life. But everybody could. He's a genuine, he's a genuine kooky bugger, and he's also an everyman, and he's also just sort of kind of amazing, real true eccentric. Um, he's the guy who has nearly climbed Mount Everest in his seventies and turned back only because somebody was at death's door, and he's also the guy who, for his Twitter, um, gets his secretary to print up all of his tweets, fax them to him. He annotates them handwritten and faxes them back to his secretary <laughs> and then tweets on his bar. <laughs> so he's just delightfully eccentric. He's still. also, is it Grampy Pig in Peppa Pig? Yeah. Grampy Rabbit. Grampy Rabbit. That's yeah, right. Grampy Rabbit. He's, a, he's a, oh, I'm going to put some, yeah, we'll put some, I'm going to put some Grampy Rabbit in there for you so you can hear drops. him. I've got tales to tell if you'd like to hear. No, thanks. Yes, please. Well, there's the sea and the sky, and uh, I'm learning the banjo. I haven't seen cheese in many a year. We, we, we're both we're both parents of fairly young children, so we've had a lot of Grampy Rabbit in our yes. lives. Yes, and what's the best thing about Peppa Pig? It's the genuinely the best thing about Peppa Pig. It, um, look, Peppa Pig is, is a tops program. Um, so what's ha- so we've had uh, so Brian yeah. Blessed. So Brian Blessed, he does his religious and he hands out a whole heap of little mints to yeah. give to the parents. They, they, they like look, the, the quadruple X super strong mints, or, or, yeah. or like antacid things they're like yeah. these big white tablets yeah. and they, they kind of look uh, we used to get those little mints that had like nice soft mint yeah. they, were, they were hard powdery. on the outside hard and powdery on the outside and soft in the middle and know. we had them in we had them when we were in England I think oh, and like... I loved them they were really good I like um, the quadruple X like super strong mints mm. that you can get here as well um, but yeah they definitely look like they're some mints. sort of confectionery yeah, yeah. they're mints and they, he gives them all this stuff uh, to, she gives her this to give to the prisoners because they've been infected with something apparently the sickness is upon them I think That's he says right. Anyway, so Blake, in the meantime, tells uh, Avon and Jenna that he's going to go down and get the prisoners back. He says to give him four hours to collect them. Um, And he finds the structure which uh, Villa famously describes. The architectural style is early maniac. We need food and shelter. But do we need them that badly? Listen, we... And he finds the structure and he sort of sneaks around being all commando-ish to try and find the prisoners. And he, he finds them. And when he when he comes up to the bars, Gans, they're looking like shit. Yeah, they all look a bit crap, And you can hear, they? like, people groaning and vomiting in the background. And they don't look great. They all look like they've had, you know, a funny tummy disease. Yeah. Um, they've had some got got Giardia expl- water from exp- the... Exploding ass disease from drinking the river water back outside the <laughs> yeah, complex. Exactly. Uh, and so they're, they're, they're not looking great and um, Blake's saying come on we'll go, we'll go get on the ship I can take you um, back and Gan expl- explains to him that they can't leave because they've been infected with a sickness that's only treatable by a certain drug and Blake and apparently the sickness affects everyone who lands on sickness alpha and Blake's all well I'm not sick and he's like yeah well how long have you been down here and he'll he be says, sick in a minute he'll be sick in a minute um, so Blake, being very reasonable, actually, says, well, well, I'll go and talk to the leaders and negotiate some way of getting you off the planet, which is kind of, you know, that's so, very hopeful. So Blake. Yeah. So, well, that's why how Avon always describes him, it's an idealist. You yeah. Know? It's like, yeah, I'm sure we could explain around, I'm sure we can, yeah, we can talk a way out of this one. Even, um, yeah. And, um, and Gan, Gan's all, Gan's all for this. He's like, yeah, why don't you give that a try? That'd be good. Um, so he wanders off and gets 
clonked on the back of her head oh, like does. Is he? Okay, there's another bit that I must have had to get up and do stuff at at home. Hmm. Sometimes I don't remember this bit terribly well. Anyway, he gets he gets clonked on the back of the head and taken to to meet Brian. Oh, okay. You're going um, Brian. And he's tied up on a chair, and Brian Blake's tied up um, in a chair, looking rather handsome. Actually, look, I was never I was never a Blake fan. No. But he's a not a, he's, he's a good looking man. Structure and he's got great hair. He's, uh, his hair is astonishing. Do a hair cast here. Tell you what though, while we're on hair cast, Brian blessed hair. <laughs> in this episode, pretty interesting hair. It's, it's toilet brush hair. Toilet brush with a sort of a ponytail, so it's sort of like a bit of a mullet going on. He looks. It's funny because I know he was young. I mean, obviously this is forty years ago, yeah. <laughs> but he 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 still has the presence and the gravitas looks that he has now. Sign, yeah. Oh, he looks a bit looks, older now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, He's aged um, pretty well. But he is aged brilliantly. I mean, he's got one of those faces that just... A bit like um, David Attenborough, where it just gets better. Still very discernible. Yes. Yeah, as him. Oh, yeah. Brian is... Oh, back on the... Oh, before we get into this interview, though, back on the Liberator, um, Jenna wanders off to explore, and she comes back wearing a new outfit. Yes, good outfit, too. It's It's lovely. um, Pink and 70s with crushed velvet leggings. She hated it. Fashion cast. She hated it in real life. She hated that episode. What was wrong with it? Uh, I think she just thought it was a bit girly and she wanted to be more of a space pirate in space. Oh, yeah. And sort of crushed velour leggings. and They, they look great, though. It, she does look great. If I, look, oh, like, I, I don't think I've got the figure for it now, but if I, I, would, I would love to cosplay as that, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice, really good outfit. Anyway. She, uh, the other thing, too, is, you know, we were banging on about how great her hair was. And yeah. It's a hairpiece. Yeah, you, you, yeah, we mentioned yeah, that. Now. Right. I'm so upset about know. that. But yeah, she turns up in this cool outfit, which is much better than her prison... A prison smock. Sort of, yeah, prison sort of grey moss greeny smock. Um, and sends Avon off to look... Well, she says, there's another room down there that you should look for, and I think you'll find it quite interesting. And you're like, oh, okay. Avon? Yes? There's another room you should see while you're down there. At the far end. You might find it interesting. And that should be interesting and so he wanders off and he, he's he's actually pulled apart the teleport thing and jenna gets annoyed with him because he's worried that we won't be able to get blake back but, but everyone says i'm just looking around and you just press that button and he comes back yeah, don't worry about that's it that's the recall switch yeah. yeah so he tells her to stay there and wait um and then back down with brian and blake um i'm sure that the priest has a name but he's just brian blessed to me oh it'll come to me no, I forget. No, so again, they don't like they don't. They only mention those sorts of names in passing. He's just sort of the. Main oh, the, the captain of the of the London was Leyland. Oh right. And I finally, just mm. because I was always doing the drops for the last, I was editing the last oh. episode and I it a couple of hundred times. So, but yeah, um, Brian is has got all the teleport bracelets yeah, that, that right. the Blake's brought him down. And he's got them out on a on a um, table and uh, and he's like, oh, why did you bring so many? And um, Blake says they've got no value. And so Brian starts to break them. And every time he breaks one, obviously it's one less person who can be transported back up to the Liberator. I found these. Fascinating. Some sort of body adornment, I thought at first. And then I wondered why a man would carry so many. Perhaps to use in trade, in barter. And then I thought again. And that didn't seem to be the answer either. They have no value in themselves. Ah. He's asking Blake questions about where he came from and Blake's trying to lie to him and say, you know, um, 
I was a prisoner on the ship and Brian's like, no, you weren't because I know. And yeah, it, it goes on like this for a little while and finally it comes out that he's got a ship and uh, Brian wants the ship. Yep. Big time wants the ship and um, tells him to order it to land and Blake says no. So they toss him into the prison with the rest of the... Um, Prisoners, um, and they say you've got, and all of the all of the prisoners are sort of clustered in a corner, looking at him yeah. accusatorily, having all Stockholm syndrome themselves. Well, something like that, yes. And, and they're saying you've got to you've got to do what they ask. You've got to give them the ship. Yeah. And Blake's like, no, I can't give them the ship. And he's like, they, they're going to stop giving us the drug, and we're all going to die unless you give um, us the ship. And Blake basically says, no, I'm not going to do it. We're going to have to break out and steal the drug because there's no way in the world I'm going to order the ship to land. It's our only opportunity to go off and blah, blah, blah. Do you want to die a slave? Do you want to live like tigers or something like it's that? It's great. He's like, oh, yeah. I'll put a little drop of free says Henry the Fifty style speech. It's very good. Does. Very soon now, they're going to come and take one of you away. And there is nothing you can do to stop that happening. Because there is no way I am going to order that ship to land. But the choice is very simple. You can either fight or you can die. Um, yeah, very RSC. Hmm. Anyway, back on the Liberator, Avon's had a look at the money room. It's the money room. And he comes... The money room! Well, more than just, five million credits in there. There's more than five million credits worth of jewellery that he picked up at Kmart. <laughs> Somebody picked up at yeah, Kmart. It's, 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 um, it's Dottie jewellery. Yeah, jewellery from Dottie. There's <laughs> sort of chain stores in Australia where you can buy really crap jewellery. He's gone through the jewellery section of Kmart, picked up one of everything. Yeah. And, and um, just dumps it on the table in front of Jenna. And he's... There must be almost as much wealth in that single room as there is in the entire Federation banking system. Look at it. You could buy a lot of freedom with this. You could buy anything with this, anything at all. Think of it, Jenna. There isn't anything you couldn't have. Well, what about Blake? What about him? No. He's all, oh, we could own our own planet, we could do this. There's more than, oh, well. And Jenna's like, tempted. She's yeah, very she tempted. She's a little bit tempted, isn't she? But she doesn't want to leave Blake down there. Um, and well, and she looks at like, him and she says, no. He's like, come on, we could own our own planet. And she's like, okay, well, we'll give them a time limit. What is it, an hour an or something? An hour or something like that. I think he's been down there for about three hours already, so yeah. an hour is all that we're going to give him. But, yeah, um, she's, she is seriously tempted, and it's quite yeah. it's, it's good to see that side of her. You see a, a couple of glimpses yeah. of it where she's like, yeah, I'm actually a smuggler, I'm actually yeah. a criminal, I'm actually Being in this for me. about things, yeah, that's right. I'm and, not in it for... And that's something they do quite well in the first two episodes, I think less well later on for her as a character anyway. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so there's and kind of little tension Avon's, between Avon Avon's and just really shitty about it, but then he won't. There was that that old like he what he wants her to fly the ship, so yeah. he doesn't want to go without her. Um, so he'll mollify her on this point and say you can we'll wait for an hour. Well, I think he sort of concedes too that he couldn't he couldn't fly the ship without her. So or he couldn't do anything really much yeah, without her. That's right. You need more than one person to to manage it. But anyway, um, yep. So they they they've got this little plan to run off now. Um, and then we go back down to uh, the planet and the, the prisoners stage a revolt and try to get out. Um, they're trying to grab the teleport bracelets to get away. As they do that, oh, hot lady gets yeah. speared through the chest. Somebody dodges while somebody throws a spear and hot lady gets speared. And it seems like she and Gan have formed some sort of romantic connection. Cause she's like, Gan! And yeah, she's trying stabbed. to... The reason why she gets... The spear through her chest is because she warns Gan about it, oh. and um, and then it hits her instead of him, and so yeah. she's 
dead as a doornail. He's very unlucky in love, isn't he, oh, in that regard? He's unlucky in pretty much everything, poor Gan. Poor Gan. Um, poor Gan. <laughs> we, we might yeah. have a section. We might have a section. Poor Gan. Poor Gan. <laughs> the whole segment. <laughs> Oh, again. Anyway. Arco pegs it too, doesn't he? Arco oh, everyone pegs it except for... Well, ah. they, they they fight over the bracelets. Uh, Villa and Gan and Blake all manage to get... Well, no. Villa and Gan manage to get bracelets on, but so does Brian. Bless it. Ah. And they communicate with the ship and teleport up. Villa and Gan and Brian bless it. And then about 30 seconds later or two seconds later, Blake goes up as well. But in that time period... Uh, Brian has got himself a gun. Yeah, and he's holding and, everybody to ransom. And he's holding everyone to ransom and say, "I'm going to go, and um, I'm going to I'm going to take this ship, and I'm going to rule the world. I, I, I ruled the planet of only ten, you know, a couple of hundred people, people yeah. all prisoners, and you know, I'm, I, was, I'm, I was their priest. I shall return to them. Again. But as he's doing this. In his beautiful white oh, sneakers. Oh, really, really pristine white trainers. They're lovely. Yeah, yeah they he's are. obviously not out in the early maniac yeah, landscape. Yeah, right. He's not on planet shithole getting those trainers all no, duffed up. They're yeah. beautiful. <laughs> anyway, he's stepping backwards, back in towards the section of the um, teleporter where he can be teleported down. And Jenna is, of course, very smart and on the ball and watching him step backwards. Um, and when, as soon as he gets into the range... Of the teleport, she teleports him out into space, and he explodes. He explodes. I ruled a small prison planet with never more than five hundred people, but with this, with this, I could rule a thousand planets for that prize. Do you think I would hesitate to kill you? Now take this ship back to Cygnus Alpha. No, I was their priest. I shall return to them. He explodes, and he. Um, but he. It's so funny because he. It's a really. It's a really. That's this probably takes our prize for the worst special effect. They've clearly yeah. just done. I don't know what they've done. They've got a mummy, like an imitation mummy from the it's British Barbie Museum doll. or something, or it looks like some rags just wrapped around a Barbie doll, mm. and it explodes in space, and it, yeah. it's a really bad space. It explodes, and then all the bits fall down. Yeah, it explodes and falls <laughs> in, in a vacuum. Because, <laughs> you know, so. who, needs, who cares about gravity? Yeah, um, so, um, but smart thinking on Jenna's part. Very smart. Everybody on the planet is dead, apart from, uh, yeah, Gan and Villa have made it back up. So, yeah, he went back to get a crew for the ship. And he got two and people. And he got two people. Yeah. And, like, I think, I don't know how many prisoners were there in the first place, but... It was a lot. It was... Well, there's more than... They lost six on the way. Um, there probably wasn't that many left. No, true. Dying. Probably about ten or eight. But they only managed to save two. Yeah. So and that's... pull back and you see that all the chairs are filled. Now, you've got yes. Gannon Villa and... Are all the chairs? Yes, they're all filled. Yeah. Because later on when Kelly comes along, Blake tends to hang around on the couches at front. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Lounges... Yeah, they've got a little lounge area at the front. It's very civilised. It's, it's a really nice bridge. Like it's it like is. it's full on. It's like a. Funnily enough, because when we find out who made the Liberator, they don't seem like the kinds of people who would sit around in a oh, lounge. They don't, do they? No. <laughs> so why'd they make it anyway? Yeah, it's uh, who needs consistency? Things that don't hang together. Yeah, that's right. Continuity. <laughs> Continuity. Consistency. Timing. No. Uh, but what? Um, I just, I suppose, so we have, the, that guy in this episode is clearly Brian, Brian Blessed, isn't it? Like he's just well, I, I, I vote that we start calling the uh, no, that, that guy, guy Blessed. A, now, a, a have you found a Blessed? Is there a Brian in this one for you? Or it could be just a Blessed. blessed. Did you find a Brian? 
Okay. Yeah, Brian. Oh, actually, O'Brien. You're right. O'Brien. Yeah. I've got O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien is the Brian in this episode, hands yeah. down. Although, I, I will give a little secondary Brian to um, Villa for his little Arco performances. Arco! Great oath. Why couldn't he stay here? And his early maniac. Yeah, we like the early maniac line too. Yes. Um, oh, and also there's the other one that he, he does where he misses. When, after Gan cops one on the smacker from Hot Lady, mm-hmm. um, Villa says, oh, I like God's taste in servants. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. So it's acceptable. And then Arco just gets shot. Shut up, yeah. Well, I like God's taste in servants. Shut up. Creeping vaudeville feel mm. to it, all the one-liner stuff. But yes, it's um, it's a good fun episode. What did you think of this episode? I actually loved it. And mm. It's it is. I think, funnily enough, back when we got the first, when we first saw these, um, they came in these weird. Well, I think we've talked about this before. The weird VHSs yeah, where, where they, they mushed episodes, episodes together. Episodes together yeah. And I'm pretty sure most of this made it on, didn't it? Big chunk of it was. I think some of the stuff. Um, the Brian Blessed stuff was all there. Yeah. Um, you couldn't leave that out. No, you couldn't. And so... Oh, I, the stuff with the London was probably left there. They probably just landed and took off. They skipped all the years at Zarek Idle bit. Yeah, I think they did too. And I think they skipped They skipped a lot of the bits um, on the ship as well, I yeah, think. Probably. They just put little tiny cuts of that. Yeah, but but because it's, it, it is a fairly important episode establishing canon, so... Yeah, and also character traits, like the a whole Avon is... Completely ruthless, generous, slightly mercenary bikers, you know, you know, neutral, lawful good, you know, we can all go, we can do... We are chaotic good, because lawful good would be following the Federation. Okay. Sorry. Ding, ding. Fair enough, sorry. Ding, ding. <laughs> oh, all my nerd pins. He's not a paladin. So yeah, I really liked this episode too. I think I liked the fact, I liked Planet Shithole. Mm. Um, I liked, um, uh, you know, the look and feel of some of the props and things like that some of the sort of iconography and it was yeah the big the big face the big face was cool and creepy and sinister looking and the set was good convincing it it was a set that wasn't a location which is interesting well the outside stuff was a location but the inside was definitely set and the sets that they've used in doctor who yeah oh yeah i'm pretty sure i saw that yeah i'm pretty sure i saw that set in the spider episode with john pertry that's right and um uh, what else was good about it? I I liked the costume. The costumes were great, even though um, the white sneakers were a bit. That didn't like her costume. I think it's a great look on her. I think she. Uh, yeah, we've discussed my feelings for Sally before. Oh, she's, great. <laughs> yeah, she's great, and um, oh, then they do resort to the whole you know robed religious monastic. It's very tropey. Yeah. yeah, but it, I mean, the explanation that Brian Blessed gives for that is actually very interesting. Like we didn't really go into it in this episode, but he talks about. How the first he, the, he comes from he's descended from the first lot of people who went to Signal's Alpha, and um, they it was a very hostile planet, so they worked together to create a society, and they worked very hard. And then the Federation started giving them more prisoners, and of course, the prisoners that came along later on were rat, ratty criminals. bastards and criminals. And so they yeah, ended up story of Australia. Really. Yeah, they end up fighting each other, and um, so they had to have a religion. They had to have a religion order. to keep order, yeah, and the drug to keep and the illusion of the drug yeah because oh we do find out that the drug the drug isn't necessary that they yeah. just poison the guys when they it's get a in. whole it's a whole it's a ruse myth surrounding it to keep people controlled which is you know what religions do yeah although um, they've got the, the added thing of the drug too so yeah to keep people under control so which you know happens it does so yeah it's pretty that's pretty interesting too like, that's kind of a good little twist on it all 
It is. And, um, yeah, I do. I really like this episode too. I've got, I think there's. I, I'd like to see. I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more spacey stuff. Yeah. Like the journey through space. This one was either on the ship or down on the planet. Mm. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing more one-liners from Avon, more one-liners that are getting gradually better from Villa, and seeing what happens with these characters. Look, I'm I'm, I'm very I'm very interested in seeing more Gan as well. Like I, I forget yeah. how much I like Gan. Um, and, oh, and of course, next episode. What's coming out next episode? Can you remember? Uh, Shall I look it up? Shall I Google? It's impossible to research. I'm gonna, I've, I've, got, I've got a computer <laughs> right here. Find out. Episode, let me, you'll, hear me, you'll hear me typing. Four. Four. Wait, no, Susan. three. That's four. Oh, three. No, yeah, way back space four, signals off with episode four. Time squad. Time squad. Oh, oh yes. This is, yes. Cool. this is a cool one. Um. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, an, an object lesson and people not listening to computers. Oh, God, yes. And, oh, uh, yeah, this, hello, anyway. And yeah, there's some, there's some pretty great moments in it, though. And we also get an introduction to another character. Do we? Yeah, I think it's this one. Maybe. Uh, is it? Kelly? Yeah, Kelly comes along. Oh, it probably is. Anyway. Because um, they, they leave a lot of people on the ship. That's one of the reasons right. why there's a problem. Oh, that's right. It all goes horribly wrong. But uh, I remember this being quite a good episode, quite some quite good fashion some good fashion. Um, Kelly's outfit is great. If it is the one where Kelly comes along, yeah, I love her outfit. She, yeah. she never wears it again, though. Yeah, so that, that'll be heaps of fun. Um, are there any other things that we need to do? Like, do we need to talk? Um, we need to talk contact details for oh, us. Oh, yes, okay. I, you can at me at Megalula on Twitter. You can at me at Imogen Wrights on Twitter. Um, you we, can have, G- we have an email now. What's it called? It's, it's classicallyawful at gmail.com. So please email us. We have a website, have a which website. is classicallyawful.com. We have Patreon as well. If we you do want have Patreon. To subscribe, then which is Patreon. Can... slash classicallyawful. Yeah. Um, so if and you want to um, be a patron, then we can you get an episode uh, a day early at the I can run you month. through that because, yeah, if you, if you choose to support us. I mean, we spend a fair bit of time on this. Yeah, um, well, we're most. I'm mostly sitting on my bad ass watching Blake 7. Which, which is great, of, but yeah, it cool. does require editing. We probably like will that. be ramping some of that up as we go along and mm-hmm. as we get into the swing of things. Also, you can keep slow. us in Blake 7 trading cards. Um, yeah. But we, uh, with the Patreon, has a lot of different levels you can pledge at. The basic level is just one buck a month. And that's Villa hits the thief level or whatever. It's so called the thief level, yeah. And if you're a thief, then you get... It's very little structure that my sister invented because she's the smart one. <laughs> you get um, uh, access to episodes a day early and up for, upwards from that you'll get things like personal messages from us. Yeah, shout outs um, on the pod. T-shirts. Yeah, we're gonna, looking definitely going to do a t-shirt, a classically awful t-shirt, even if we only do two in medium for me and my sister. No, large for me, honey. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I need my boobs need places to move. Oh dear. So, yeah, uh, the, those of mine that remain. I have to. I have to. Have mine are totally fake. But yes, <laughs> uh, we need. Uh, uh, anyway, so yes, there's there's varying different levels. We haven't thought of anything to give people who are at level fifty dollars a month, but because that's because we're pretty that sure that's happen. not happening. <laughs> Um, but you know, if you want to give us fifty bucks a month, we yeah. can have it. Oh, you can you can yeah. add us, and we'll have a personal chat about yeah, what you'd yeah. like. <laughs> and look, we probably will at some stage be thinking of having a guest or two, or you know, yes. if we've got. And we're looking also at um, reading out a bit of fan fiction here and yes, there. Yes, actually, so, uh, might be if you're if stuff. you are a Blake Seven fan who writes fan fiction, please do email, email us. Through. I'd love to or read at it. us because I would love to. I I am a uh, frequent fan purveyor of archive of our own and an occasional contributor although I will not 
let anyone know my username here. Um, <laughs> if you have fanfiction that you like for specific episodes would be great actually yeah. if you've got something for an episode time coming squad. up like time squad or, or one that we've just done maybe maybe a bit further along since we may well not get this one out until after we've done a few more um then please at me and or or email us at, or discuss us or send us a link yeah, on twitter and we'll read twitter, some twitter, out twitter 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 i always have boobs on the brain obviously um but yeah, it'd be great. To, it'd be great to hear from you. I'd love to read some of your stuff. I've been reading a bit more Blake Seven fan fiction lately because, as much as I love it, it's there isn't enough of it. So oh, I need more. There you go. I see. This is way more geeky. I'm not way more geeky than me. I'm not a fan fiction person. But I'm going to pull you in. Prepared to learn. <laughs> prepared to get into it. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it. I'm sure we had other segments we wanted to do, but we. Can't. I think we did. We did our cards today. We're yeah, going to yeah. do. Yeah, I think some that's fan good. Fiction next time. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, look forward to hearing from you all and hope you enjoyed the pod. Indeed, indeed. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye.